Hey guys, this is a message to the free portion of the podcast listeners on Spotify and iTunes. I don't know if you know this, but I just got banned off Patreon. They ripped away my income. So it would mean a lot to me if you can come on over to Gumroad. That's where I'm hosting the show mainly. And the shows are usually an hour, 10, hour and a half long. So you're only getting five to 10 minutes here. It would be greatly appreciated if you can come on board Gumroad. Wrongop.gumroad.com or you can find the link on wrongopinion.net. Thanks. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Akash and this is Wrong Opinion. Why am I wearing headphones, you may ask? If you're watching and if you're listening, I'm wearing headphones. The reason is, is because I was having sound problems on Tuesday's episode and I want to avoid having those problems again because you guys pay good money for this. I found the culprit. It's this thing. You know this wire thing with the other wire, the male to female thing, and it goes into the sound thing? I'm a sound expert, and you can tell by, by how I describe all the different intricate pieces to the sound thing. Everything is thing to me, and am I wrong? I don't know. I don't think I'm wrong, but the culprit is this. It's broken, so I ordered a new one. I'm going to have a new one uh, tomorrow, and there we go. So that's broken. I, I have to wear headphones for today's episode because I want to make it pitch perfect. I want it to be perfect for you. I want it to be the best kind of episode in the world for you guys. And you know what? It is going to be one. It is going to be one of those kinds of episodes. I have a good feeling about this. You want to know why? Because um, everything is coming together for this episode so perfectly. For instance, the intro. What is the intro to this episode, you may ask? It's a movie called The Rules of Attraction. Very good movie from 2002. It's a book uh, based on a book by Brett Easton Ellis. And it's one of those movies that ages like fine wine. It's uh, It came out in the early 2000s at the height of all the college comedy movies. And the studios uh, basically um, advertised it as such. They, they advertised it like one of those teen comedy movies. And it was the further, it was the anti-teen comedy movie. It was the complete opposite of that. And what it does show is the basically what it shows is those main characters and 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 all those movies that you don't see like the people who actually throw the parties and the people who are actually complete degenerates not in a funny way but just complete nihilistic degenerates and 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 you know all these people who have been completely fucked by the modern world and i think that goes hand in hand what's happening right now with the so-called debate on abortion which is just amazing that we're having this sort of thing it's amazing that they have weaponized the the nurturing mindset of women you know they completely weaponized it they completely psyoped women and then weak men are following their lead which is completely the opposite of what should be happening right now and all of this ties into um what i want to what what i want the culmination of this episode to be which i'll reveal to you soon and um, that the, the clip that I used in the beginning was a montage scene, one of the most famous montage scenes, I don't know, probably about uh, the last 20 years or so, uh, from the, one of the characters in Rules of Attraction. His name is Victor. Uh, one of the girls in the movie who is, a, is one of the few shining lights in the movie, one of the, one, one, one of the people who has a moral compass, who's you know saving herself, although she did get raped in college, but she was trying to save herself and she uh, was holding out for her boyfriend or someone she thought was her boyfriend named Victor. Uh, and w- what we see in the montage is Victor's um, backpacking trip in Europe where he's just 
uh, embracing the debauchery, embracing the degeneracy and that sort of lifestyle and obviously doesn't even remember that girl he left behind in college. So she's waiting in college for him and he's off in Europe just sleeping around doing all the drugs in the world. And by the end of the montage, it does serve a purpose because by the end of the montage, he's narrating the whole thing, although I, I didn't put that in the intro here. I just put a Daft Punk song. But in the end of the montage, he's basically saying, I don't even know who I am anymore. I feel a ghost. I feel like a ghost of myself. So there is a purpose for that debauchery and that degeneracy. It's, you know, that he um, does have this realization that he is is just a shell of a person and that living your life that way isn't really fulfilling and meaningful and that's basically the way that men have been programmed to live their lives which is embrace all of these meaningless things and, and the do what feels good mentality and you will come out with nothing but the the funny thing is is when he comes back to school i know these are spoilers but when he comes back to school he is um continuing that sort of lifestyle it's a vicious cycle it's an endless loop and that's mo how most people are you you probably know people like this maybe you lived your life that sort of way but um you know you live and learn i i had that in my 20s and i kind of had that moment of introspection and reflection and i was like nope that's not how i want to do it someone asked me what my red pill moment was and you know i thought about it i'm like yeah you know maybe trump you know maybe Maybe seeing how they treated Trump and he exposed everything for uh, the fraud that everything is. But I think it has to go. I think it has to be a little bit deeper than that because it's the red pill moment isn't really just politics. It's not that it's something it's something more. Um, tr m m more important to yourself in, in your core. You know what I mean? And so someone asked me that when I when I when I put out on Instagram yesterday, hey, ask me whatever. And someone asked me what my red pill moment was. And for me, it was mo realizing that the doing what feels good thing, you know, that libertarian mentality um, does nothing for me. And and it's um, a recipe for disaster and for sadness and loneliness. And that is just how most people are living their lives, not just men, but women as well. So that video I put after the intro, which I'll just call the intro video, and let's go through it without the sound. Um, I want to kind of go through that, and then we'll get to the abortion stuff, and then we'll get to the stuff that the the real point of this episode after that. So, all right. So, <laughs> fuck. This has been recording the whole time, and I uh, have to go through all of this all over again. But that's okay. I'm just getting warmed up. It wasn't recording the sound. Fuck. But that video I was playing for you in the beginning, which is the what the the modern world wants you to um be docile obviously addicted to porn video games weed all of that stuff they want you docile they don't want a strong youth they definitely don't want a strong youth they want you uh weak obviously weak um they they uh want you to be easy to control and the way to do that is by having weak men so yes they want you weak and alone, they also want you, not only weak, but they want men to be weak, especially. Because when you have strong men, then women get put in check. Relationship between men and women goes back to the natural state and the natural order of things. But when you have weak men, really you have a society of, of both weak women and men. Because one can't work without the other. 
They want you obedient, obviously. They want you emotional. This one's actually very key. They want you emotional because they want you to act erratically. They want you to make erratic decisions. And if it's all based on emotion, then you're not really thinking. And the way to make it emotional, the way to make people emotional is to embrace the, the, the feminine society that has completely engulfed everything and has completely taken over everything. So yet yeah, women by nature are emotional and that's completely fine, but it doesn't mix well with politics and, and, and anything else like that. And we all know that, especially by now. But it, it does work well when you are raising kids and you're nurturing and you're putting your energy into there. But they have also ever, you know, for quite a while now convinced men to express themselves emotionally and all that. And not only that, but really dwell on it. You can only think if you have, um, if you see an expert. You can only, you, you can only really talk things through with experts, which is really such a farce because the, deep down, the biggest expert of them all is you. You are the ultimate expert with yourself, but they have basically convinced you to um, offload everything off uh, onto these so-called experts who are typically women, by the way, and they don't have your best interest at heart. And um, they want you to, to be in a perpetual state of um, femininity. And the way to do that is to dwell on these things and to keep you emotional. And thus, you can't make rational decisions. And, and not only that, but uh, this goes hand in hand with being weak. If you do not, um, if you do not make yourself stronger... You cannot possibly become uh, strong-minded as well. It goes hand-in-hand. Hand. A strong mind goes hand-in-hand hand with a physically fit body. And you can't have a strong mind with a soft and fat body. So it, it's yin and yang. It goes together perfectly. So once they neutered men to be completely weak physically, they can neuter them emotionally as well.